Hello, hello. Welcome to the Making a Marketer podcast, the marketing show for all levels of experience with the best guests in the industry. Get ready to learn and laugh. Here we go with your hosts, Megan Powers with Powers of Marketing and Jen Cole with Social Media Examiner. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Making a Marketer podcast. This is episode 48, and our guests are Jennifer Ast and Chrissy Buck. But first, hello, Jen Cole, my co-host. How are you today? Hey, I'm great. It's nasty in Wichita, Kansas. It's so funny. I thought it was going to be nice and sunshiny, and we're back to snow. Oh, <laughs> it's been a little schizophrenic, hey? Like sunny one day and then snowy the next. Yeah, it's been a weird January. That's for dang sure. I uh, can appreciate that in a very small way here in San Diego. <laughs> We've had some rain. It's been miserable. <laughs> yeah, you guys got down to 50 degrees. Hey, that's cold. I mean, look at for y'all. That. I'm just kidding. Our listeners don't need to hear us chat about the weather. I feel like we do that every time. That's awesome. In <laughs> the opposite weather situation. Okay, so. Hello, Chrissy and Jennifer. How are you today? Hey, doing good. How are you guys? Good. Hey, glad to be here. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to read your bios. Chrissy Buck is the former chief community officer at Quick. She's now the owner of the Digital Neighborhood, where she teaches businesses how to humanize their brands and build online inclusive communities. She has spent the last decade learning, practicing, and teaching what it means to engage with other people in all contexts. She has a background in photography, videography, graphic design, and digital marketing. Chrissy spends her free time serving the entrepreneur community in Wichita, Kansas, and is the LinkedIn local Wichita host. She also uses her digital talents to serve homeless families in her community. And when she's not volunteering or hanging out online with friends, she's enjoying family time, decorating spaces, learning French, and listening to music. Fabulous. All right. And Jennifer asked Watson asked Watson. Watson. Well, we'll use Watson. (laughs) Just my Facebook profile is Ost. That's the only thing. (laughs) I didn't even say it right. (laughs) That's That's okay. I, you know, I always ask and I thought I can't mess that up. No, it's confusing. (laughs) Just a little bit. So Jennifer is the social media manager for Agora Pulse, the podcaster and speaker. She has a diverse background from working on camera to executing digital strategies. Jennifer is a dynamic talent with a passion for every aspect of digital media from building brand strategies, creating content plans to getting executive buy-in. She motivates audiences from the stage and drives engagement, including launching numerous Facebook Live campaigns for the biggest weather brand, garnering millions of views. She has been featured in Chief Content Marketer Magazine and on stage at Social Fresh, Social Media Marketing World, Social Shakeup, just to name a few. Well, that's a tongue twister with all the socials, right? That's <laughs> and quite the resumes our guests have today. And today we're going to talk about tech tools. Now, Chrissy's no longer at Quick, but she is their champion and was there from the beginning. So she is for sure an authority on that. So Jen's going to kick us off with our first question. Cool. Go. You bet. All right. So ladies, there are so many tools out there that are built for social media markers alone, How do you suggest the easiest way to choose which ones will work best for your brand? Jennifer, let's start with you and then we'll move to Chrissy right after. So is this tools in general or are we talking about specific tools? 
this is social media tools in general. General. Well, so that's a great question. And you know what? The fun thing is really quick. I used quick earlier today for captions. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. I still love quick. What I think is you, you have to do your research. And prior to joining Agora Pulse, I worked at another company and we had, we tested out a couple different social media management tools and then we kind of lost our budget for it. And then we started testing out getting budget back and testing them out. But I think the biggest thing is understanding what you want from the tool. You have to understand that and also understand that it's a bit of a learning curve and you have to use the tool to get benefits out of it. If you don't use the tool, then you're not going to see the benefits of it. And you're going to have to take some time every week to learn it. But I would say, do your research. There's a lot of tools out there and not every tool is perfect and has everything that every other tool has. And so just understand what your budget is and what the main three things you're trying to get out of that tool and what you're trying to streamline in your business. Reporting is a big thing for me. It's really exhausting. And so why I love Agora Pulse and I work there is the fact that it's instant reporting. I mean, literally I, I click a button. And so if an executive or someone is like, Jen, I need these reports now. I'm like, sure. Got it in like 10 <laughs> seconds. And it makes it so easy, but you know, you got to do your research and just know what you're looking for or what you want to get out of that tool. I think that's the most important thing instead of making a mistake and getting a tool that you're realizing it wasn't the right one for your team. Yeah, I totally agree. It's so funny that you mentioned how robust Agora Pulse is because I, I was on the phone with Eric Fisher last week. Uh, he was trying to help me get ready for social media marketing world in my new role as social media manager. And he goes, you know, now that I work at Agora Pulse, I have learned so much more. This machine does so much more than I could have ever dreamed. And I'm like, teach me, man. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it is amazing. No, it's so amazing. Once you actually dive in and you're just like, you have time to do it, you have to make time to do it because we're all so busy. Yeah. But once you dive yeah. in, it's amazing. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. I do too. It's it's awesome. I'm I'm still finding stuff every day in Agora Pulse. I can't even imagine what Eric and you must know by now. <laughs> Chrissy, what do you feel like is important for people when they are selecting which social media tools that they're going to be using? Yeah, I agree with Jennifer. You have to research. You know, when we were looking for a scheduling tool at Quick, I looked at everything. And I even talked to some of their competitors face-to-face -face at some conferences. But at the end of the day, I really needed a tool that was going to listen for me out on the internet because I was one guy, right? I was one person trying to manage multiple platforms and our audience was on every single platform. And so really it came down to, yeah, I need a scheduling tool and I need a tool that's going to, um, you know, report for me. But for me, my goal was I need a tool that's going to listen for me. And so that's why we chose Agora Pulse. And I used Agora Pulse today, Jennifer. Oh my God. We should just work in the same office, Chrissy. I just need to <laughs> feel in the love. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> I need to move yeah. to Kansas, Midwest. Yeah, yeah you, you do. do. We yes, have tornadoes. Do. So we I do have them. Moving. Exactly. <laughs> Storm chase is going to happen, by the way. Yes, it is. And I think, you know, also just trying the tools out to see if you like them. Most tools, online tools have a free trial period. So try it out, see if you like it and don't, you know, 
we had people that came in through quick and it wasn't quite what they needed and that's okay. There's tools out there that will provide the thing that you need. You know, we had a saying, go with the goers. And so, you know, we welcome those customers in that we're going to, you know, value the tool and use it the way that it was intended. And that was okay. The ones that, you know, needed somebody else to transcribe their video, we Yes, we can do that automatically, but only at 91% accuracy. And they're looking for something that's 99% accuracy. And we couldn't quite do that. And so try out the tools, you know, take up that free period, try it out and yeah, just see if you like it. Perfect. Yeah, I would agree. And a lot of them have a, even a freemium kind of a deal. So you can, there's a certain level that you can use for free for always, if that works for you. I think Canva is like the first one that came to mind on that. I love Canva. Oh my gosh. I do too. Makes life so much easier. All right. So Jennifer, this kind of goes to the listening thing that that Chrissy mentioned. So staying on top of social interactions within our online communities are super important, right? So for nurturing relationships, what do you think is a good rule of thumb in determining a policy for response times? Like how long should you set no more than 24 hours? Should you, you know, what kind of, what are your thoughts on that? That's a great question. And so basically what we have at Agora Pulse, we check multiple times a day. Honestly, it's kind of addictive when you do that. We have multiple people monitoring. We're a global company. So, you know, we have like nine to five hours, but we have people all around the world kind of monitoring. And if there's something that needs immediate attention, they know they can alert us and contact us. But I would say when you have your brand, you want to be responsive. I usually set the morning, lunchtime, and before you know I leave for the day, I check. But there's also other intermittent times to check. And so I would say it's smart to set a policy. Since I am the social media manager, I kind of do a lot of the checking, though we have uh, someone else that just got hired that's been starting to do that. But I think it's important because it's critical when people mention you or talk about you that you respond in a timely manner, because if you lose that moment in that momentum, then it's completely gone. Now, one thing I like to do is a little tip is actually know when different Twitter chats are going on because we get a lot of mentions during that time. So I'll make sure to block that off or I'll join the Twitter chats or other conversations that are going on. But if I notice that there's a lot of activity and I'm getting a lot of alerts, I will make sure to stop what I'm doing and concentrate on that. But I think it's important because really it's the relationships that you build with your customers and with people that are following you that matter the most. You know, we want to help people. That's our main goal at Agora Pulse, making your life easier, your job easier and helping people. And, you know, when you respond, like I love social media just for the response. Like even after I'm done with Agora Pulse, I'm on mine all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, because it's such a powerful thing that you can talk to anyone around the world at any time of day, but it's building and cultivating those relationships that are so powerful. And so a lot of people, you know, push it to the side and they're just like, oh, I'll respond when I have time. No, respond now, start a conversation and don't just have a short answer response. You should have a, like, I try to respond within two hours, but you know, don't just respond, but try and continue that conversation, drive that conversation. I think that's really important. Yeah, for sure. It can get hard, right? With volume, like at social media examiner, the the volume, especially with the tweets, Ooh. And, and if they don't <laughs> use the hashtag or they don't at, you know, like listening for that, there's, you know, three different places that you can find responses from them. And then I, and then I kind of get like, Ooh, okay. Now it's 10 hours since the chat happened and someone's answering question number two. 
<laughs> respond to them or do you know like so obviously it's all dependent on the situation and yeah. oh yeah and there are times when you know things happen and it's going to be 24 hours or more and that's okay you know you're not perfect but you know it's always good to try and respond as soon as possible just because you know you just don't want that moment to go by yeah, for sure. Sometimes it's hard to get in that window, especially like, you know, they, they always say social media never sleeps. And, you know, when it comes to our community, we're definitely a global community and it's a hundred percent true. I don't, I don't know how many messages Megan and I wake up to every single day when it comes to social media examiner. So Chrissy video is huge. Video is not going anywhere. It's only expected to grow. You know, that's all it's expected to do in the near and far future. So my question for you is, why is video captioning so important to growing an online community, in your opinion? Oh my gosh, there's so many answers to this. So sit back, get a snack. I will. I will sit back. <laughs> the first thing is, is that when you caption your video through Quick, you're going to get an SRT file. And for those of you who don't know in an SRT file, it's a text file that goes on the back end of your video. So you can't see it on the screen unless you turn your closed captioning on. But when you upload a video to YouTube, which is the second largest search engine, right? And YouTube is owned by Google. When you put your SRT, when you upload it to YouTube, then Google is able to read what you are talking about in your video. So that makes your video searchable. So that is benefit number one. Benefit number two is 85% of people watch video with the volume off, and that is from Facebook. So if you flip that, then only 15% of people who come across your video can actually hear you if you don't have captions on your video. So you are reaching more people by having captions on your video. And the third thing is, is the hard of hearing community, right? So they might be hard of hearing, but they still want to consume your content. An example of this is Amy Tischler. She began using quick captions on her videos and her brother-in-law who is hard of hearing was able then to watch her videos and hear what she was saying, hear in quotations, hear what she was saying. And she realized that by adding captions onto her video, she created an inclusive type of content that reached everyone. That's so amazing. it's imperative at this point in 2020 that you are using captions on your videos. Millennials are watching Netflix with the captions on. They're watching TV with the captions on. And it's, I mean, I've heard a couple of different reasons why, but one is it helps them to focus on what they're watching because we're so distracted. So it's becoming the norm. That is so interesting. Yeah, the inclusivity. I mean, I knew that, but I just the frame the way you just framed it made me think about it in a, in a different way. That's amazing. And it's absolutely something I need to be doing. <laughs> it's on my list. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> well, you know, if you don't, it's, it's a huge opportunity. I know a lot of the time when I'm in the doctors or I'm out at lunch alone, I go to, you guys know, I go to lunch alone a lot of the time and I'm scrolling Instagram or scrolling Facebook or whatever, but I'm out in public. I don't want to turn the volume on. There are so many videos that I scroll past just because I can't hear what you're saying and you have no caption to tell me what you're saying. And I don't want to be rude to the people around me. Exactly. Exactly. Or what about you know, when you go take a bathroom break at Target, you know, you know that every single, example. <laughs> every single stall has somebody in it on their phone 
<laughs> yes. But nobody wants everybody else to know that they're on their phone. Heaven <laughs> <laughs> forbid. <laughs> You're right, though. That's a private situation, no matter it's what. Hilarious. <laughs> I love it. That's hilarious. Uh, that, yeah, that's amazing. Very true. Uh, okay. So, speaking of community, different kind of community within the Target bathroom. <laughs> Both of you ladies have strong communities built around your tools. I mean, we have you, Jennifer, from A Girl Pulse on with us, but we talk about we talk about it all the time. Like it always comes up. So what I want to know what you guys are doing or you know, what Quick and Agora Pulse are doing differently in, in these companies that other tools probably aren't to make them more visible or popular. Let's go um, Jennifer first and then Chrissy. Uh, I think the biggest thing is, and even before I started working at Agora Pulse, when the people were talking about it or when the name came up, you would get this like warm, fuzzy feeling because all I heard was positive things about it and how amazing they are. And I think the biggest thing is we listen. There's not just a one-way conversation of we're telling you something like we, not that other companies don't, but we truly do genuinely care about our users and making sure they have a great experience and we're solving their problems. Because if we're not solving their problems, then what are we doing? And the fun thing about Agora Pulse is within the app, you can actually vote on new upgrades or what you want to be added next, which is super fun. And so we really do listen to what the needs are of our users so we can make sure we have that product that is top-notch above the rest that can help them through anything. And the thing is, we also like appreciate and give back as well. And we're inspired by a lot of people. We actually, we're starting our second series of people who inspire us. And it's these two men that are traveling across eight different countries. And not when I say travel, they're riding their bikes across eight different countries in Africa. And they're creating a film basically on how endangered species and humans interact and how we can improve that interaction. And so we were a small company, a startup, and now I don't really think we can say that we're a startup anymore, but we genuinely care about, you know, people's needs and and what they want. And I think what we hear a lot, which is what we like to hear, is that our customer service is second to none. You're talking to a real person that cares. Not that you're not talking to a real person, you know, when you're using other tools, but they genuinely will find an answer. I've been in multiple conversations where we're trying to solve a problem, you know, that one customer had. And there's like three of us making sure we can fix it and get it resolved as fast as possible. And I think it's just all about the fact that we listen, we care, we say thank you, and we take care of our customers. I mean, we love our customers. If someone maybe had a list of requests, I don't know who that might be. <laughs> I have a running list going. <laughs> whenever anything, whenever I come across it, I don't want to be that person. I'm not going to open a support ticket every time something works differently than I thought it should. But I do. I have kept kind of a running list. How well, would one share that? Well, you can do it within within the app or you can just let me know. And okay. the thing is, the one thing we wish we could do everything all at once, but you know, oh, I understand. I worked in software. I know yeah. I know the drill. That's the other reason why I haven't because I figured and a bunch of them have been done. Like I get it. You yeah. you know, developers can only do there's only so many hours in a day and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, so we can't give everyone what they want like immediately, but we're listening, we hear it. And so that's why we allow you guys to vote within the app on what you want next. So we make sure, okay, the majority is really needing this. We're going to make that happen. I'm going to have so, to look for that for sure. Yeah. All right. Cause yeah, I haven't seen that. That's cool. All right. Chrissy, what about you? 
Yeah. So Quick is a startup and, you know, we just launched the technology last year at Social Media Marketing World. And when we did that, we started a Facebook group and anybody that tried Quick out while it was in beta was added into that group. And Quick really was developed by that community. So they gave us lots of feedback on what they would like. And so, you know, Jason and I talked about that. We joke about it. Like Quick would be something completely different if it wasn't for that beta group. We would have developed something that nobody wanted to use. (laughs) Really, our users created a product that everybody wants to use. And so because of that, we got a lot of buy-in from our community and just word of mouth, you know, just being our champions. But in turn... You know, every single person that hands us a dollar bill, like to entrust us, to invest in us is the biggest honor. And so it's like rolling out the red carpet for every single one of those customers. So Jason Taves, is he's the CTO, he's the co-founder. And when somebody has a support ticket, it goes to him and he answers it directly. When somebody, you know, has a problem and they share it on social media, that would have been me. Now it'll be Dan Holloway, the CMO. And so really it's about just creating an experience similar to Agora Pulse. We really truly love our community. We're so blessed by them. And so we just want to champion them and we want to celebrate them. And so one strategy that I had was I can create content all day long, right? But my content is nothing in compared to the content that our users are creating. So every single time we were tagged in a video where somebody was using our captions that was shared and it was shared and it was shared, sharing that user generated content, celebrating our users, and then they give the love back. I think that's why we have such a great community at Quick. Yeah, no question. It's a two-way street. At least it should be. <laughs> Not every company subscribes to such a philosophy. So that's that's really cool. I love that. Okay. We're about midway. We take a little brain break here on making a marketer at midway. So I'm going to ask you about something that's going to be super easy for you to answer. Since social media marketing world is just a few weeks away, what is everyone looking forward to most? Well, this is a general question when you're attending large conferences, but I know you're going to answer it based on world. (laughs) And Jennifer, you want to go first? Sure. Honestly, it's like a family reunion every year. So I'm just looking forward to seeing people and also meeting people face to face that I've been, you know, talking to and become friends with on social media, but have never met in person before and strengthening those relationships and bonds that I already have. It's an amazing experience. Uh, I love the conference. And so I'm really looking forward to just I don't know, just seeing so many like-minded people like yourself that are motivated and driven because you get this energy, like it's an insane amount of energy. And when you leave, you're like, this is amazing. Like I can accomplish anything. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's phenomenal. So I'm really excited. And I'm also excited for the park party, which I believe is the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. I already bought my dress. I bought my um, accessories. So I'm super pumped for that too. Yes. (laughs) Roaring Twenties. Mm -hmm. I love that. Chris, what do you think? Well, I mean, it's the same answer, right? It's like summer camp. Like I cannot (laughs) wait to see my friends who are flying in from all around the world and, you know, all of my internet friends that I haven't met in real life. So I'm really excited to get to meet them in real life and give them a hug. But really, I'm looking forward to all those after parties. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's where the magic happens. It is. But you know what's so crazy? Like the conference is like a marathon. Oh my gosh. By the end of it, you need a break. You know, you need like two days to recover and sleep because yeah. like you don't want to miss out. I have major FOMO. I'm like, if I don't stay out until the end, uh, exactly. like, I'm going to miss something. <laughs> and then you see me groggy yeah. the next day. You're like, what happened to Jen? <laughs> Nah, <laughs> but, yeah, but I'm excited for all of that. I love it. Okay, Jen Cole, you have to have a different answer. <laughs> oh gosh! All right. So here's the thing: my routine at Social Media Marketing World and and many other conferences that I go to is basically a coffee, water, wine type of situation. Where, like Jen said, like Chrissy said, uh, it's the people. It really is. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Not surprised. <laughs> I know, but yes, what I look forward to the most is, of course, those conversations, those new memories made. My favorite thing in the world is to wake up the next morning and look through my phone at the pictures that I've taken from the night before, from the day before, the videos that I've taken, and being able to capture real moments with real people in real time. And those are my trophies. I like going away from events like this with tangible memories that I can do whatever I want with. I can repurpose my videos or my photos on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But I always have those memories in my head and and these strong bonds and probably some of the best friends I've ever made in the whole wide world in my life from these conferences. Uh-huh. So it's the same thing. I, I just can't help myself. It's totally the truth. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, my meetings and events is, is my lane, right? And I'm doing a talk actually in the digital branding summit on Tuesday on using events to build your brand and I'm building my deck. I'm woefully behind. Sorry, Gente. But I keep coming back to this. It's about relationships. But of course, the employer of said person who want, you know, they want to attend wants to hear about, well, how is it going to improve my business? And so I, of course, it's about the education. I'm trying to put an emphasis in there on creating space, like providing the opportunities for people to build these relationships beyond the session. And it doesn't have to involve alcohol, although for us, we know it does. But I mean, it doesn't have to. Um, And but yeah, so for me, for this particular conference, because I I go to so many and I have, you know, this is my world, I'm going to be looking at this through a different lens um, being on staff. So I yes. have been footloose and fancy free and able to do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted <laughs> for the last six <laughs> years. <laughs> but it's different and I love events. And so being part of the team can be really neat and meeting people in person that now I'm engaging with also in a different way, monitoring the community and the hashtag and all that kind of good stuff. So, so yeah, so it's going to be fun. Summer camp, family reunion. Woo. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. Me too. too. <laughs> all right, Jen Cole, I want to kick off our second half. Yes, I would love to, Jennifer. (laughs) Jen, yes. The best about social media, yes, I'm listening (laughs) deeply. Oh, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say the coolest feature is that Agora Pulse has to offer its users that most people might not be aware of? Ooh, that's a good question, Jen. Oh, God. Well, you can schedule stories on Instagram. Through, Wait, I'm sorry. You can't? Yeah. Through push, it, there's a push notification, but you can schedule stories on Instagram through our app. 
this is beautiful news to me. Let's talk after. Yes, we will talk after. And, yes. and if we can, uh, if there's show notes or something, I can walk you through step-by-step. Step. But, and if you're in the app and you have questions about it, you can also do that there, but you will get a push notification and you can do that with regular Instagram posts too. So let's say uh, you want to use the filter within the Instagram app but you want to schedule your content like for the month, you can actually set it. So there is a push notification for the actual feed post. And then you've got the post copy that's going to be copied to your phone and the photo automatically pops up in Instagram. So you can choose the filter, paste it, and then go from there. But also the other thing that I love is the hashtag groups. So I always recommend I recommend switching up your hashtags depending on the content you're talking about, but like you can have an insane, however many hashtag groups you want in there, which I do because otherwise I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Like it'll take me forever. I used to do it by myself and my boyfriend would be like, geez, Jen, how long does it take you to make an Instagram post? And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) but so I would say the hashtag groups and the fact that you can schedule your stories in regular Instagram posts. And if you want to use the filter within the app, you can do the push notification to do that. Stories has to be the push notification, but it, we've got the workaround that you can do that. I and love it. I I still have been using notes. So that's a, I'm definitely going to need to use the notes app. Like I, I copy and paste and I yeah. go back and forth. So yeah. that's good to know. I'm going to have to put those chunks of hashtags in there. Yeah. We need to have an Agora Pulse deep dive. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. And the saved replies, those, those help those help my world a lot. I, I love saved replies. I think that is an amazing, that's my favorite feature for sure um, about Agora Pulse is saved replies. Cause shoot. I'm going to need to find that too. Dang. I, I will show you, Megan. <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So Chrissy, what has been the most solid and exciting step forward? Do you think that Quick has made in the past year? And you kind of already covered this a little bit, but what impact did it have on its users? I would say probably after we came out of beta, we added the caption editing tool, which allowed you to customize what your captions look like. So there's a color picker in there. You know, the graphic designer in me was like, nope, there's got to be a color picker and you've got to be able to put in your hex code for your brand. That's got to be in there. So that's in there. There's, I think there's 60 typefaces in there for you to choose from. You can italicize it. You can bold them. You can change the color of them. And then also you can add a background, you can add an outline, you can add a drop shadow, and you can change the opacity of all of those. You can change how far your drop shadow is. I mean, really like it all fits on one little tiny screen. It fits on your phone screen, but it there's so many options in there. It's so powerful. And so you can change it to match your brand. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. And a lot of people don't even know that it's there. They just do the traditional, you know, white text, aerial font with a black background, like, you know, the default. Right. But yeah, if you're in the quick app and you click on those two A's, that will take you to the caption editing tool, caption editing engine, so that you can change the look and feel of your captions. And I'm going to add to how awesome that is, Chrissy, because I used to do my captions through YouTube. And it was just like basic and you're like, blah, that's boring. But with quick, it's amazing. You can tailor your brand colors and everything or make it cool and funky. And when you see that, like people are just like, wait, what do you use to create those captions? Like what? Like it's just, it'll draw more people to watch your video. I think just because 
things. It's like eye catching. They're really awesome. Yes. And so one of our ambassadors is Owen video. And, you know, I mean, you guys probably all know him. His videos look fantastic. And he does these meme, you know, the square meme 1080 by 1080 style videos. And so, you know, he wants like Gary V does these a lot too, where you have the title at the top and then you have the captions in the bottom. And so if you export that as a video, then you can add the quick captions in the bottom so that you get like Gary V style meme video that fits on most platforms, except for, I think maybe Twitter. It's awesome. It took me two seconds. Like it takes you two seconds to do too. It's It's so quick. That's why it's quick. (laughs) You know, something absolutely wonderful about both Agora Pulse and Quick is the fact that you guys have made phenomenal communities using brand ambassadorship. And so I I love this about both of you guys. I've seen the power in it, but I want to hear from you, each of you. Why is brand ambassadorship or influencer marketing so monumental when it comes to spreading the word about your tools? Jen, why don't we start with you first and then move to Chrissy? Well, I would say we have to thank our amazing ambassador program at Agora Pulse to Mike Alton. He's created an amazing community of ambassadors. But I think why it's so important is you're allowing people that can really use the tool, need it to help streamline their business, but you're allowing them to, you know, get their hands on it, use it for free and test out different things. And then when they realize, oh my God, it does this, it does that. You're kind of starting to create a community, like a superpower community. And when you involve micro influencers and influencers in that as well. And you help each other out. So our ambassador program isn't just one way, you know, we help promotion of our ambassadors, whatever projects they're working on and everything as well. And it's kind of like a nice partnership because it's almost like, you know, beta testing in an inclusive group because they'll be like, you need to fix this. You need to tweak that. Or we like that. That's amazing. Keep doing that. But it makes them like they are a part of the process. And so you almost create this internetwork, this family of support all around. And it's just amazing how it can flourish and grow really, really fast. And they naturally will spread the word. You don't want people to be forced to say something. You know, you see an ad from like Kim Kardashian, uh, like, oh, I love this product. It's like, do you really use it, Kim? Like, <laughs> you know, we, we want our, our ambassadors, people to that promote our product, our app that actually use it and can generally say, you know, this works, try this, do that. When people ask them questions like, why do you love Agora Pulse over another tool? You know? And so I think, and Mike's done an amazing job of this, this amazing community. But, you know, I think that's the the most important part of it. It's inclusive and you're allowing them to use the tool themselves and you're listening to what they like and don't like in their needs and everything. And it's the organic, natural kind of, I guess, not advertisement, but it, it comes up in natural conversation rather than forced. Okay, like I'm a robot. I have to do this. They will be like, oh my God, by the way, yeah, I use a board pulse. It's great. You know, yeah. and it doesn't sound like marketing or anything like that. So, yeah, I feel like as a former ambassador myself, I, I it was not it, it was so organic and it's such an exciting product to be able to be a part of and have an affiliation with. Goodness gracious. It just comes naturally. I, I remember years ago I told Mike Alton, this is gold. And that was before I was ever an ambassador. It's just I loved Agora Pulse so much. And I just straight up said, 
this is gold. And then, I mean, it was all over from there. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Christy, tell me about, tell me about your feelings about brand ambas- ambassadorship and influencer marketing when it comes to quick. You guys yeah. have done a phenomenal job too. And a quick job, very quick, no pun intended, but you guys have done a very <laughs> fast job too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I had built this network of friends who were digital marketers. And when I, you know, said, Hey, we're going to build this product where you'll be able to caption your videos. I had friends that were raising their hands and saying, yeah, I want to support that. And very quickly they came on as ambassadors. But as we started to then get into other niches, like there's digital marketers and then there's video content creators and they're two very different people. And then there's also, you have teachers who need captioning for their classrooms. You have mobile journalists who are on the go and need captioning on their videos. So you have all these different niches of people. So as we were looking, you know, into other niches, we were identifying people who had trusted networks. So people who you could tell from reading comments and stuff that had high integrity and had built out these trusted networks of people. And we just joined the conversation, right? We built connections. We built a relationship with that influencer. And then we joined the conversation that had already developed within their community. We collaborated with them. And then like Jen says, Jennifer says, organically, that conversation started happening around quick and people then signed up through, you know, that user's affiliate link. One example is Eric Didier. He's a video content creator. He's with Urban Misfit Ventures and they create some phenomenal video, but all he has to do is release a video on LinkedIn and somebody will say, what captions did you use? I use quick. And we'll have people signing up that day. I mean, it is so impactful and amazing. And we know that that the ambassadors that come in and we, I mean, we're pretty inclusive about it. Like you sign up, we're going to give you an affiliate link. I mean, at this point, that's what that looks like. But your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Right. <laughs> and so Absolutely. at this point, I think at this point, we're not really concerned that people are going to abuse it or anything like that. Like, I don't, I don't even see that that's really a possibility. But yeah, I mean, we just know that Eric is, is an awesome guy and that the people that he brings in are, are really interested and they are creating video content at a higher level and that they are going to be using captions on their videos. That's amazing. Fabulous. I think there's a lot to be said for people who are really using a product to who are talking about it anyway to get a little benefit from it. I think that that's I think that's really special. Yeah. Okay, so we've been homers for the last 40 minutes. So I'm going to ask you <laughs> to think about a tool other than your own. <laughs> so for both of you, what's it what's another tech tool besides yours that you can't live without when it comes to digital marketing? Jennifer, you want to go first? So I think when it comes to digital marketing in general, I love a social media management tool like Agora Pulse. You got to caption your videos. So quick is that for us. And then Canva or Adobe Spark for graphics, because a lot of, there are a lot of entrepreneurs that are one man bands and it's amazing the graphics that you can make within those tools that you're like, oh my gosh, that's right. I am a designer. I created this by myself, (laughs) but you're not, you know? And I I think another one is uh, Camtasia. 
or wave.video. They're very, very easy software that if you have no editing background at all whatsoever, like me, they're very intuitive and pretty easy to use. And you really need to learn video editing skills along with graphic making basic video editing skills so you can make videos on your own, not having to outsource that. And you'll save a lot of money doing that too. So I would say Camtasia and Wave.video are big ones for me. Those core, you know, you need to have a management tool, captioning, graphic design, and then video. Those four things I think are kind of key. And there's a lot of different other options out there, but those are the ones that I think are my top two for video editing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Wave is, I mean, in the, the ability to brand, I, I will say, and I, and I will tell that, and maybe that exists and I just don't know, but I wish you could template because yeah. I have like I have the graphics are going to be the exact same spot. I want them to roll in and out, the name to roll in and out at the exact same time. I wish that I could just plug my video in and have that all, not have to recreate all that stuff. So Chrissy, did she leave you with anything? (laughs) I love wave video. So, I mean, that is my education is video and motion graphics. And the first time I used wave, um, I told Daniel Glickman, the CMO over there, I was like, oh my gosh, I know how to do this. And you just made it so much easier for me. I, I love it. I love it. I can, you know, creating a video from scratch takes hours mm-hmm. and I can just throw my video on there, throw some stickers on there and some text and it's done. I love it. I love it. I love Agora Pulse, obviously, but also a new tool that I've been using that I adore is TubeBuddy. The thing that I love within TubeBuddy is the keyword search aspect. And so as I'm looking to create new videos, I will search my keywords and then it will tell me whether or not that keyword will rank well or not. And that's not only on YouTube, but also in Google search. And so I, you know, we did that with, Owen video actually showed me that. And, and we use that when we created, he, he created 12 videos for us about quick. And we use that tool to plan out those 12 videos. And the first one that we published it ranked like third in those keywords on, on YouTube. It was amazing. So TubeBuddy, and then also for live streaming, I really love StreamYard. I love it. They just added the green screen now, and that not only works for the host, but it also works for the guests. And I have like no affiliation with them. I think I might be Facebook friends with their CEO. I'm not sure, but I've tried. I mean, this goes back to the first question of how do you find good tools? And, you know, I tried several streaming platforms and StreamYard has just been the best for me so far. I love it. Oh my gosh. I'm going to second that on StreamYard. It's amazing because it's got the scroll at the bottom now. You've got the lower thirds. Uh, we use that at Agora Pulse. We use StreamYard at Agora Pulse for uh, Social Pulse Weekly. And it's just amazing. Oh my God. I love it. I, love I it. just started using it for our live. Every other episode of Making a Marketer, we do live. And I did the, I used the, the last two I did on StreamYard, but I think I need to be doing it to more than just Facebook right? I should probably be also streaming to other platforms. So I'm going to have to figure out other things. Yeah. I'm going to have to figure out how to do that. (laughs) Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Well, it's plug and play, right? Like I, 
I didn't take the time to learn how to use it. I just started using it and um, which is a testament to how cool it is. Right. But I definitely need to learn how to, how to maximize the other aspects of it. Like with every tool, right? Like we, um, there's so much more we can always learn. All right. So we're going to finish off with actually we kind of, since we already talked about, I usually ask like, what's the tech tool gadget thing you're hot on. So instead I'm going to ask if you could have a superpower in your job. So if in your job, not necessarily to do with anything, it doesn't have to be the, your typical, like, you know, with flying or whatever. So if you get any like pie is the sky in your job, what, what would that superpower be? Well, meet up. Let me, let me let Jen Cole go first, since this is a new <laughs> question for our guests. And she's had to think about this before. All right. So I have a new answer this time. Awesome. I don't think that I've ever said this one before, but you know, we're getting really close to social media marketing world and I'm talking to more and more of our people on dark social these days. And, you know, I think that if I had a superpower in my job, it would be to be able to hug everybody at the same time. Oh, oh you're so cute, Jen. <laughs> what a very Jen Cole answer. I love it. <laughs> is a Jen Cole answer for sure. I love that. That is awesome. I would say mine would be, I like to think I'm pretty clever with post copy. I would love for a superpower to be like instant. This is like, you know, the words you need to use SEO, all that you've got it, you know, cause sometimes when you, you think too hard about like, all right, I want to make this perfect. Cause I'm a perfectionist. Then I'm like overthinking it. And I'm like, gosh, and then I have to like step away and like put my eyes back on it. But I would say a superpower to be instant, powerful post copy, you know, that comes really, really quick. It pops. That's a good one. Chrissy. I think uh, mine would be having the ability to be more places at once. So I get FOMO and I want to be at every conference. I would also need a huge bank account. So I need two superpowers. I need the ability to create money and um, legally. Yeah. Being able to just be at every conference and be, you know, there in real life. I think, yeah, that would be mine. It's a great I like one, Chrissy. Yeah, that is good. Oh, thanks, Jennifer. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> All right. So mine, I'm going to pick a new one. I would like to be more of a data head. I would like to be more being able to do the ads and AdWords and all of that kind of stuff and just super have it super dialed in SEO and all that stuff. Those are not my strengths. And so I, while I don't think we all should have to know how to do everything. I think it's okay. I really would like that to be something that that I enjoyed and that I could dig into and offer my um, my customers. Um, I can I can offer it because I can get someone else to do it. <laughs> but being able to do it myself would be pretty cool. That's awesome. That's cool. I like that one. All right. So I did neglect to mention that this show is sponsored by Powers of Marketing. That was a good segue, hey? And we provide strategic communication, consulting, and execution for small to medium-sized businesses. I love hospitality and meetings and events. That's my my main vertical, but not exclusively. So wanted to throw that in there. And so finally, where is the best place that our listeners can reach you both? For me, well, if you want to try Agora Pulse, uh, you can try it free for 28 days, agorapulse.com. Feel free to message me, ask me about anything, deep dive questions, go for it. My Twitter handle is at jwatson underscore WX. That's at jwatson underscore WX. And then Instagram's a lot easier. It's Jennifer Weather. 
all one word. I've been trying to get Jennifer Weather on Twitter. Somebody got it back in like 2011 or 2013, hasn't even tweeted, but they are still logging in, I think. So I'm, I'm trying to get that handle, guys. So. Okay. All right. We're working on what about it. you, Chrissy? Yeah. So if you want to try quick, we give 10 minutes away your first month. So whether you create video for Instagram or you create video for YouTube, you have a good trial period. Um, and that is at quick, Q-U-I-C-C dot I-O. And then if you want to reach quick, it's at quick underscore app. Or if you want to reach me, it's at kbuck underscore I-C-T. That's on Twitter. And then I'm the digital neighborhood everywhere else. All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much. I think that everyone will find this really useful information. These are definitely two tools that if if people listening haven't tried them yet, I'm I'm pretty sure they will. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Jen Cole, too, for being my wonderful co-host, Jess. Always a pleasure. All right. And this has been episode 48 of Making a Marketer, and we will catch you next.